When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, it is Monday the 29th of May. It's time for Red Men Bite Size, a bite size look at all the things happen around Liverpool Football Club on and off the pitch. We've got a nice a nice mixture of stories for you today. Um, we've got news on a potential young Liverpool midfielder's future. We have a little chat around the potential opponents for Liverpool in the Europa League. Because we know that's a thing. Uh, rejecting bids uh, for a young star at the club and apparently, according to a major British newspaper, uh, Liverpool have made an offer for an outstanding centre-half. We'll definitely come to that one in a little bit. We're going to start via this is Anfield.com, written by Jack Lusby, and this is about the future of Leighton Clarkson. Uh, Jack writes, Liverpool's Leighton Clarkson is in demand Heading into the summer with a move to Scotland, not guaranteed, despite a broad agreement in place. Clarkson concluded his loan spell at Aberdeen on Sunday with his 38th appearance for the club, who finished third in the Scottish top flight. The 21-year-old scored six goals and laid on nine assists in that time, including a free kick in midweek, which would see the club into the Europa Conference League. Aberdeen will enter the group stage if Celtic beat Inverness in the Scottish Cup final this weekend. If not, they will begin their campaign in the qualifying rounds. Either way, the Dons are hoping to sign Clarkson on a permanent basis with the Daily Record reporting that a broad agreement had been struck. Clarkson got one year left on his Liverpool contract and therefore a fee would need to be arranged for his transfer with that seemingly set. However, journalist Scott Burns added that the talks over personal terms are on hold as Clarkson wants to have a break and then to consider his options over the summer. Not only are Aberdeen interested, but also Reading, who will spend next season in League One, and a host of clubs from the Championship. Both West Brom and QPR have been credited with an interest in the past, while Celtic and Rangers have also been linked in recent months. QPR made a strong move in inverted commas to sign Clarkson in January which would have required his loan at Aberdeen being terminated but it stands to reason that then manager Neil Critchley would now want him at Blackpool. No price tag has been set for the midfielder as of yet though it's likely to be a nominal fee if he were to head to Aberdeen. The club have relied upon loan deals and free signings in recent years and their record transfer remains the £1 million spent on Paul Bernard in 1995. Uh, while Aberdeen hope qualification for Europe will be a major lure for Clarkson, the opportunity to play in the Championship may prove more tempting. So too might the prospect of joining either Celtic or Rangers, who are perennial title contenders in the Scottish Premiership, as well as regulars in the Champions and Europa Leagues. Really interesting one there. Um, yeah, rave reviews coming back from Clarkson. It's not the first time Liverpool have sent a player up to Aberdeen and, and he's made a really good go of it. Danny Ward had a particularly good loan uh, there a number of years back before heading to Huddersfield and being part of their promotion promotion push as I recall it's been a good old while since I've thought about that one um, makes you think on that 
that you know obviously Aberdeen are a very are a, they're a big club with a with a, a great history of course you know going back to the days of, of Alex Ferguson in, in the 80s um, quite famously Liverpool uh, playing in the FA Cup final I believe it must have been 89 and Alex Ferguson is playing in the Scottish Cup final at the time and there's updates in that Cup final for Liverpool on Aberdeen um, doing that but anyway kind of by the by um, if you're able to deliver those kind of numbers in the Scottish Premier League why would you not go and get a move to Celtic or Rangers if you're going to play in that division? You might as well play for the best team in that division or best teams in that division uh, if it's there for you. So it, I think it makes sense for Clarkson. I'm not sure his future lies at Anfield, um, to be honest. But if you're going to play Scottish football, you might as well go and try and get that opportunity uh, as high up the league as possible. So yeah, interesting one and more on that when we know. On that, um, Doug Pelecho been writing about the Europa League. Yeah, I want to look at the, the future opponents potentially for the Reds as well. But one thing I actually recorded the Redmen Originals podcast today, I made a comment about the, you know the, the the gulf in money and monetary value between the Europa League and the Champions League, and I actually got that quite wrong. There is still a huge gulf, but the echo right that for Liverpool a fifth place finish and a run to the Europa League final could be worth more than fifty million when factoring in best case scenarios and including match day revenues that would arrive for each home game. It's a figure that would be boosted by the Red's healthy UEFA 10-year coefficient where they sit 10th. So actually, uh, it could be £50 million, but you get 90 plus to £100 million for getting to the Champions League final, and that's just from the Champions League. Obviously, what they're factoring in there is yeah, matchday revenues and shirt sales and you know popcorn sales and pizza sales and hot dog sales and all those kind of things, um, which if you then added that on top of the Champions League thing would probably put that into a far more uh, significant sort of figure. But it did did spark me thought, and I went to check this the other day, and obviously with the Premier League now done and dusted for a season, we know that it's going to be Liverpool and it's going to be Brighton contending in the Europa League uh, from the Premier League. But what other teams have currently booked their places into, first and foremost, the group stage, straight into the group stage like Liverpool, who are likely to and who are already in the playoff rounds. There's still a number still to be decided. But what we do know is that from Spain, uh, Villarreal and Real Betis are both going to go straight into the group stages of the Europa League. Uh, in Germany... Uh, SC Freiburg have already been um, have already booked their place. They finished fifth in the Bundesliga. In the French league, Toulouse it looks like have already booked their place. However, uh, the fourth place team in Ligue 1 will take that. Um, and what we'll see from that in terms of the fourth place teams right now, um, there are. LOSC, Rennes, and Monaco are the teams that are the the potentials to get in there. And LOSC, of course, is is Lille. And I say of course because I, I double checked it whilst I was saying it. Um, but um, yeah, we, we Liverpool obviously come up against them in, in the past, of course. Monaco have obviously got quite a quite a storied history with the European competition as well. So yeah, it's likely to be that at the moment. Yeah, Lille on sixty six points, Rennes on sixty five, joint with Monaco below it all with one game left to play. So it could be one of those three teams in that regard. Uh, over in uh, Serie A, neither of their can, uh, contributors to the Europa League group stage have been decided as yet. With the places going to fifth and sixth place in Serie A now, right now with the game to play, Atalanta 
are in fifth and Roma are in sixth. The only other team who are capable of crashing that party are Juventus, who've had a whole host of problems themselves this season. They're a point behind Roma and two behind Atalanta, yes, with one game left to play. Um, and that game, um, out of interest for uh, Juventus, is away at Udinese, uh, who, just for the sake of talking, finished 12th this season. So uh, it is possible. But yeah, the, the, the driving seat is currently filled by Atalanta and the passenger seat is filled by Jose Mourinho's Roma side at time of recording in Portugal Sporting Lisbon or they just like to be called Sporting but anyway Sporting CP uh, they have booked that place as well in terms of the playoff round um, we have got Ajax will be going into the playoff round uh, LASK Linter Athletic Sports Club Austrian side um, there is a Scottish team still to be determined from that. Uh, Fudbalski Club Kukuriki, Serbian professional football club from Belgrade, uh, are going to be in the playoff round. Uh, there is a Ukrainian team still to be chosen. Um, Antwerp, uh, the Belgian side Antwerp, are going to be in that as well. And yet there is a Swiss team. I say Swiss team, Scottish team still to be determined. Then there's a bunch of others. So the third qualifying round, which is another round before that, Olympiakos and Slavia Prague have booked their place in there already. So yeah, all of those teams just mentioned from Ajax down to Slavia Prague there have all got more games to play just to qualify for the group stage. As I say, they absolutely nailed on one so far. Betis, Freiburg, Toulouse, Brighton, Villarreal and Sporting are the ones that we definitely know will be in the group stage. And obviously Liverpool wouldn't be able to to draw Brighton in that because of country protection but yeah they're ones to certainly keep an, keep an eye out for a potential away trip to Betis could be very good fun and, and Freiburg and hate to lose why not um, and even another trip back to uh, Portugal as well Villarreal is obviously the one we don't want because that, I mean, I've been there that stadium is in the absolute middle of nowhere it's a hole uh, and you have to watch the game behind in a glass box um, so yeah I hope fingers crossed Liverpool don't draw Villarreal in that one a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, let's move things on to some transfer news. And I guess the big talking point of the day is around Fabio Carvalho. Lots of talk online about this. The Liverpool Echo, uh, Ian Doyle and Paul Gorst, both joint writers on this piece. And the headline is Fabio Carvalho transfer stance confirmed as Liverpool reject bid. Uh, the, the subhead on this is Liverpool have already had an offer for Fabio Carvalho and contact from several clubs ahead of potential loan move. They say Liverpool do not want to lose Carvalho on a permanent deal this summer as transfer interest intensifies in the youngster. The Reds have already turned down one offer from an unnamed club with Carvalho having seen his first team opportunities restricted during his debut season at Anfield. Carvalho would join from Fulham last summer in a deal worth a potential £7 million, has started just one game since Christmas against Wolves in the FA Cup in early January and has been restricted to one substitute appearance since the beginning of April. The Echo understands Liverpool have been contacted by a number of potential suitors from both home and abroad with Jürgen Klopp admitting on Friday that Carvalho could leave on loan in the summer transfer window. Klopp said I think there is maybe a possibility Fabio goes on loan, but the thing is, this was not Fabio's best year in his career. Clear, but it might have been his most important. No player has impressed me more than Fabio. It is the truth. This talented boy came here with big dreams and big expectations, and it didn't work out. It was okay in the beginning, but it didn't work out in the end. But his work ethic will give him a fantastic career because he trained with getting nothing. Uh, Liverpool have had several inquiries from Premier League clubs over a possible season-long loan and will assess their options ahead of the transfer window opening. Um, yeah, that is a really interesting one. Uh, you know, obviously such a talented young boy and there's quite clearly something in there. There's there's clearly a player. You know, the goals that he, he scored, you know, not many, but he scored goals for Liverpool. There's not many people who get themselves into the side and do that. Young players who, who don't quite make the grade often get a go, but don't actually do the decisive things on the pitch. You might see them have quite a solid performance, hold on to the ball, maybe move it okay, but play within themselves. Carvalho scored a winning goal against Newcastle. He scored a really good goal away at Manchester City in the League Cup uh, quarter-final defeat after the return from the World Cup. Um, so he's got instincts, he really has. It's just it's hard to see how he fits in with Liverpool. No one really kind of knows what his position is. There's... It would be silly, I think, to cash in so soon, if nothing else, because there's there is clearly money to be made in in in, in raising his transfer value and moving him on. He is a young player; he's got a, a very high ceiling as a player. He'd have been playing Premier League football for Fulham this year if Liverpool hadn't bought him. I feel pretty certain in saying that. In terms of a season-long loan, and it, it makes you wonder. Obviously, Liverpool need to assess what they're looking for. Sometimes a summer off, actually, and a bit of growth and a bit of you know self-reflection and maybe a bit of training off and away from the group can actually improve a player's fortunes when they head back to pre-season. So there's there's certainly a case that Liverpool, I'm sure, will cast another eye over him. But Liverpool need to be tactical if they're going to facilitate a Premier League loan then you need to decide how it best benefits Liverpool as well as benefiting Fabio Carvalho. And what that could mean, and we've seen as a, as a random example of this, is of course in 13-14, um, you know, uh, people think about uh, former Liverpool players being involved and having a hand in like title races and what have you, and Fabio, Fabio Barini scoring goals for Sunderland that helped Liverpool's case because they were scoring against rival teams. Could you put Fabio Carvalho in a team that... Um, has a chance 
of beating Manchester City and Arsenal, a team that those teams struggle against? Or would you put him in a team that plays a similar brand of football to Liverpool and hope that that can, that can help you kick on? You know, if there's a team in flux, maybe the manager managerial hot seat is up for grabs and what have you, you wouldn't want to do that because often we've seen that happen with loans where a manager comes in, it doesn't favour the player when, 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 when a new guy takes the hot seat and then they can be out in the cold and the rules around Premier League season loans mean that they're quite fixed. So if you're going to make that call, you've got to make sure it is the right call um, and the decision um, is right, basically. So there's that. Um, uh, moving things on then to a little bit of transfer speculation. Um, the Daily Mail have written, and the headline is this, uh, Liverpool, and this is not in quotations, it's in the single quotations, which is is a huge giveaway for bullshit. Um, Liverpool have made an offer for Jules Koundé, but Barcelona are demanding £52 million for the French the France defender. Uh, and then it carries on. Who stunned New Camp bosses by telling him he wants to leave just one year after joining for £46 million. Subheadings, Liverpool have reportedly made an offer for Barcelona defender Jules Koundé. Barcelona open to sell the Frenchman one of fear £52 million. Koundé wants to leave Barcelona after having been used out of position by Xavi. Uh, they've reportedly made an offer again uh, Koundé joined Barcelona from Sevilla last year for £46 million, made 38 appearances for the club this, uh, which has included being part of the La Liga title-winning side. However, he said to be disappointed that he's often been played at right-back by Xavi, despite his preference to play in the middle of defence. Catalan giants are looking to lower their wage bill, won't accept less than £52 million for him. Uh, he started the comp- uh, campaign well, but performance levels have dropped and isn't happy. The president, Joan Laporte, hasn't backed up his promise to let him play in his preferred position. Wild. In Spanish football, wild. Um, although Liverpool missed out on a place in the Champions League, Koundé could still be tempted by the prospect of playing for the club. Klopp is prioritising a midfield rebuild, but the German has refused to rule out strengthening in other areas. His defence has been particularly brittle this season, with Matip and Gomez unable to provide sufficient depth when Van Dijk and Canate have been absent. With Trent Alexander-Arnold firmly established as first choice right-back, Koundé would surely be deployed in his preferred centre-back role at Anfield. Um an interesting one. I mean, there is no direct quotation. There is no like ratification of where this has come from. It's very, um, very sketchy at the very to say at the very, very least from the Daily Mail on this one. Um, so yeah, I would take this with a pinch of salt. However, I must admit. Uh, this was a, a news story doing the rounds last week about the whole he's unhappy with the position that he's he's playing and he wants to play centre half and it did get me thinking that you know if you're looking for value in the transfer market it's just going to be very highly rated obviously part of the French national team set up alongside Ibrahima Canate now for what Liverpool look as though they're after he would effectively be in competition with Ibu Kanate for a position in that side he's done it if he's done time at right back that fits to me that he would have the skill set to kind of play in the position that Kanate's playing in not sure on this one there's a chance that he might almost be too good to be signed which sounds ridiculous going by the best players you can do of course but yeah I wouldn't be opposed to this and I wouldn't think it was totally radical uh, an idea for Liverpool to, 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 to move for someone like him. Again, very highly rated, really good experience, good footballer, really good footballer, clearly of the level. Um, but yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on. I wouldn't say there's anything in that that says that's that's going to be happening anytime soon, but certainly one to have a, a little sly, casual eye on in the background, certainly. Um, just to let you know, for the next... 
mm, two more days. I think we're running uh, a special discount offer on redmenplus.com. The season is over, but the next week or so is going to be spent wrapping that season up. And I know some of you may not want to do that, um, but it is always good fun. It's good fun to kind of, for me anyway, to kind of put, lay the season to rest, set it to rights. We're going to be analysing each of the competitions. There's going to be three season, uh, three season reviews. There's going to be the Premier League season review. There's going to be the domestic cup review, and there's going to be the Champions League review. We're going to be doing keep sell loan on some of Liverpool's um, stars and what we feel their future should be this summer in the transfer market. We're going to be doing player season ratings. Uh, there's going to be some fact files on what profile of players Liverpool need in the deep dive uh, according to this new system that they're playing uh, at the back end of the season. And on the 23rd of June, we begin release of our three-part Bobby Firmino documentary series, Bobby Firmino, Best in the World, featuring interviews from people who know him best, who've been there alongside him on that journey to the top and winning everything as Liverpool's celebrated number nine. That series, um, all three episodes, will be available on redmanplus.com over the summer, as well as full interviews with the likes of Jordan Henderson and Adam Lalana as well. Uh, so if you want to get that, all of that content, an entire year worth of Redman Plus at 50% off. Choose a club captain yearly subscription and use the code YEAR, Y-E-A-R. 50% off, that makes it just £25 for the whole year. Ridiculous value. You know, you don't have to worry anymore about what's coming out of your account on a, on a monthly basis. One time, upfront fee, get a full year of Liverpool podcasts, series, analysis, uh, documentaries, and a hell of a lot more as well for a ridiculously cheap price of £25. So, so yes, go on there, get involved with all that good stuff. And yes, Bite Size will return with more Liverpool news tomorrow. All the best. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.